This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way he dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little Thanksgiving leftovers. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show, and happy Thanksgiving which is the day that it will be when you are hearing this, unless you listen to it after Thursday, in which case, oh, I guess you had a good Thanksgiving or something. Anyway, we're all here. I'm here. Gary's here. (laughs) Matt's here. Hey, hey. Chris. Hey, Pookie. And Jenna. Hi. And Kaylin. Hello. Oh, I think that was a little bit longer than before. Uh, Are you heading back into the long hello direction? uh, I actually forgot that we were doing, I was doing that still. So it's been a whole week to give him some credit. <laughs> Too focused on my food right now. So. There you go. What are you eating? Chris, did you just drop your Chicken. pen like it was a mic? No, I just I threw it, but I don't drop mics like that. Mics are expensive. <laughs> all right. So all sorts of stuff to talk about. Jenna has a story involving Al. I have a story involving blood tests and how far I've come with that. Uh, and... Since it's Thanksgiving, and we're recording this a little bit ahead of time, I think we should say where we're all going to be and what we're going to be doing. I will be in Tucson. Daniel and I are driving out. This is my first time going to Tucson, seeing where he grew up, and we are bringing Wendy. And he, we've been taking her on little car trips to sort of try to get her used. Like, here, 10 minutes in the car while we drive to Trader Joe's will be definitely like eight hours in the car, (laughs) trying to get her used to it. But the other day he turned to me and he said, you know how horrible this is going to be, right? And I was like, I really don't think it's going to be that bad. So we'll see. It could be horrible. It's going to be so much fun. The driving, the, the driving and the her of it all is going to be horrible. How, mm-hmm. how have the 10-minute samples been going? She's pretty fine. I mean, she whines a little at the beginning, and then she puts her head down. And we have her in a crate. I don't know how people have their dog loose in their car. Um, with both dogs, we haven't gotten to the point where we had them loose in the car because they're too, they're not trained to like just sit there. Right. Um, also we keep hearing horror stories of cars that, of dogs that get, that hurt in car accidents. So we just have them in a crate in the car. Although it would be easier if you could just toss the dog. I feel like tossing the dog in the car, that's like you have a golden retriever or a Labrador. I think bigger dogs. Yeah. 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 yeah, my mom takes her pug in the car all the time with her, and she brought her out to California and then flew home, and then Al and I drove the pug from uh, California to Utah, and it was okay. Did you have the pug just loose in the car? Yeah. Where did she, did she just stay? I didn't even stay? think about accidents. Oh, that's terrible. Did she just hang out in the back she seat? She just kept falling asleep in her little... We had a little bed for her. Oh. And then she would, like, hop around every once in a while or try to jump up if there was food or something. But yeah. otherwise, she just slept most of the way. What's her name? Party Girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's so ridiculous and that's cute. Awesome. That's fantastic. Like, She's pretty cute. Hey, Party Girl? Yeah. Party, party girl, come Aww. here. <laughs> That's adorable. That's really sweet. Yeah. It, it bums me out that I'll, I don't think I'll ever feel the happiness that dogs feel when they stick their heads out the window. Oh, yeah. My mom had a black lab for years that I don't think Wendy will ever feel that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She would, she would, my mom's lab would squeeze between the driver's seat and then the door and stick her head out the window. And that's how all my friends knew my mom was coming because everybody had like a white suburban-y type car in Utah. And so it was like, oh, no, that's Jenna's mom because... Abby's hanging out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I think the fear is that the dog would climb down where the pedals are. Mm. And like get in the way, and then there'd be some horrendous action. Well, she's or so something. little, yeah. yeah. She's not that. She's fourteen pounds, though. Probably more like fifteen now. So she's not that. She's not Oliver small. Yeah. Um. So I don't know whether we'll really stick with the crate. She seems okay, though. Like I said, she whines a little bit at the beginning, and then she just lays down and kind of goes to sleep or shuts down because she's, she's so bummed out. I don't know what's going on. It's not like a cat. I hear cats are crazy in cars. Really? <sighs> yeah. Matt moved the cat. Oh Did yeah. You? Uh, well, when we moved the cats, I think they were just so petrified about what was happening that they were fucking dead silent the entire time. But absolutely taking cats to the vet, 
can be actually kind of hilarious, I think. You keep because they just they are just so miserable in their little cage. That doesn't and, sound funny. I know, but there's <laughs> there's something because you know nothing bad is really gonna happen to them. Like you're just taking them for like a fifteen minute drive right. and they, they just wail and Aww. wail and wail. Um I guess you're right. It's not really funny saying it out loud. <laughs> cat, but cat. there is some there is always I don't know, just as a pet owner for like cat that keeps you up all night meowing and driving you crazy, like oh, we're just going to the vet and back, like I I don't think it's really a problem and it's kind of funny because they just they sound like just so so desperate and you know that that's not really the case Matt's gonna be that guy that uh, lies to his kids like we're going to Disneyland and then take him to the doctor (laughs) yeah yeah I might do that you enjoy it I, I don't mean to, to to scare you, Allison. You seem <laughs> genuinely concerned, like with the way I treat no, animals. No, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I wish I had a dose of that in me. I wish I didn't. I wish I wasn't like an animal. I wish I wasn't so empathic to the point where if anyone is unhappy, I just tap into that. Like I was sitting with Wendy at the vet, and there were a bunch of dogs in the waiting room. And they all seemed unhappy. And I was so physically unhappy. And I was like, yeah. I like, I feel like I'm just soaking it up. Like, I feel bad for each dog. And no, I it, wish... I'm not lacking in empathy, yeah. but... No, but I'm over-identifying with yeah. them. I mean, I... You know, anytime Wendy yelps or anything, I'm like, Ugh. that's the worst like, sound in the world. It hurts my yeah. heart. Yeah. And that, that doesn't make necessarily make you the right pet owner. Like, you know, so we have this dog trainer and I said... Something about does Wendy prefer this or that? And she's like, it's not – at this point, it, given her age, it had to do something with being at, like the crate or something. And she's like, it's not, it's not really about what she prefers. It's about what works better for you. I, and I, I wish I had an element of this is just 15 minutes. It's not really a dangerous situation for them. They'll be fine. It's silly that you're freaking out. But instead, I'm just like, they're freaking out. I have to do something <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. I – I don't know. I guess my relationship with my pets has always been kind of like playful, like almost like brother and sister. Like they annoy you. You annoy them. They don't quite understand you. You don't quite understand them. Like there is there is always to me an element of that with all the pets that I've owned. And I'm just thinking just growing up too, there's always kind of a been a playful knowledge of when you take your animal to the vet, which is really for their best interest how miserable they are Mm -hmm. like that i guess that was something that even as a kid like that was just like it was just kind of a funny thing because like i said you know that you are doing this for their own good but they don't they don't know that right and sure you can you know oh they're so scared they're so terrifying for them but i just for me in those moments i'm just thinking of like i said like all the nights that they've kept me up and like it's just like i mean i guess it's scary for them but um, I that's just always been my relationship with animals, and I th- I feel like animals get along with me very well too. Well, I, maybe you have like an alpha energy that they know. It must, and they I mean, it might be. That. I mean, I honestly, all the animals I come in touch with, I'm very magical that way. Yeah, they just and people too. Like I feel comfort comfortable with them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I trust him. Like that's good. Yeah. Well, he knows what's in your best interest, even if you don't. That's absolutely right, Chris. Thank you. No, no, I'm serious. I. I yeah, I feel comfortable around him. Like I'd, I'm, no, I'm never scared. You feel like you would. Who are you safe. scared around? I don't know. I mean, there are people like where I, you know, that that I hang out with, and it's like, oh, I don't know. Right, like you don't know where they're coming yeah, from. Yeah, but I exactly. feel safe with Matt. Yeah, that's good. Well, we that's can, good. We could do anything. As a kid, I I always would identify whether or not I could stay the night at a friend's house based on how comfortable i felt around their parents like how trustworthy i thought yeah. their parents were because obviously my parents were the most trustworthy the best so there was just a question of ugh, like if there's an earthquake when i'm at that person's house or am i gonna feel safe here so chris i'm glad to know that i make you feel safe he does yeah you know what what one of the worst feelings in the world is accidentally stepping on like a paw yes and that that's oh terrible God. yeah like, so I bad. it's like all right i'm not no dinner for me like i punish <laughs> myself like i feel yeah. so terrible yes it takes a while for it to wear off yeah. totally yes and, and like the dog's probably over it i'm like, sure they're over three it. minutes later but me i can't stop apologizing like petting and you, you kind of like you pet deserve a treat you get a yeah. treat <laughs> and you kind of pet them until you feel like they're not mad at you are we cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, see, so Wendy has separation anxiety, 
Which, again, it's so crazy. Same breed as Oliver, complete different personality than Oliver. Oliver didn't get separation anxiety at all. He didn't bark. He loved everyone. She's afraid of people for the most part, or it takes a little while for her to warm up. She's initially afraid of people, afraid of dogs. She barks at every sound she hears. And when I leave, she goes nuts, um, which is really hard for me to hear that because it sounds mm-hmm. really sad. And I recognize, you know, with the dog trainers, like she's just protesting, you know, like everyone from Daniel to all the books, the dog trainer, it's like, they're just trying to manipulate you. I mean, I don't know that anyone's put it in those words. I'm sure some people do put it in those That's words. That's exactly what it is, though. Yeah. But here's the thing. And this is what I said to Daniel. To her, this is real. She's not really like, I'm going to do some yapping and see if it brings that bitch back. She's not. We, <laughs> we regard it as manipulative because it makes us do something we don't want to do. But I think the dog's coming from a pretty pure place of... I am freaking the fuck out because you're leaving me and I'm alone and I'm a pack animal and I don't want to be alone and I'm going to make all this noise till you come back because I can't – I'm not okay being alone. Wh- that sounded very much like my inner person <laughs> talking. But I, what I'm saying is, yes, it's manipulative, but I don't think – animals aren't capable of manipulation. Right. They're, right, they're in not the conscious moment. Of it. Yeah. She is freaking out. But here's the thing. If you choose to own a pet, then – you are sort of automatically setting up certain rules, certain limitations that don't go with the code of what your animal believes right. in. So oh, that's true. you're right. They're not coming from a place of manipulating them in a way or manipulating you in a way you're manipulating them because you're choosing to ignore their their fear. Pack instinct, yeah. Right. But that's that's the game though. Like that's right. You know, you're gonna own the pet, then they can't that you can't let their rules dictate yours. It's just not the way to do it. If you're uncomfortable with that, then you shouldn't own the pet. You shouldn't enforce those rules on the pet. That's true. That's totally true. Well, then I'm in quite a pickle. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm doing the right things. I'm not, I'm not, you know, when she freaks out, I'm not like coming back. It's okay. And petting her and encouraging it or anything. But when I walk out, it's always with this heavy heart. Like, right. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, though, I mean, maybe your dog can feel bad, too. Like, I know dogs are super in check with the emotions of your owner, and you want your dog to feel like you are confident and that the dog should be confident and be able to stay on its own. Well, that's what I wonder. I wonder if I had – if I was more of an alpha, would she not have separation anxiety? I think there are people who would say yes, just to make me feel bad. <laughs> I <haven't, laughs> but I wonder about that. I, I mean, I didn't grow up with dogs. It's very new for me interacting with dogs. But having watched a few episodes of The Dog Whisperer. Who our dog trainer said is like full of shit and real dog trainers. No! No! Daniel and I were pretty – Daniel and I were – I love that show. Okay. Wait a second. I know somebody who works for him. He's not full of shit. Well, yes! <laughs> wait, I want to hear what your trainer said. Yeah, I want to hear what your trainer The show said. may be full of shit, but he knows what he's doing on yeah. a base level. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, he, he, and he himself obviously has a gift. Right. But <laughs> he deals mostly with like aggressive red line dogs. So all of the things that he's doing aren't really necessary for the vast majority of dogs, is kind of what she was saying. And that it teaches people. What she said is that a lot of dog trainers, like, think he's full of shit and roll their eyes at him. Um, what happened was so, uh, when both Daniel and I walk Wendy, she's harder to walk than just one of us. And we explained that, but we both want to walk because we're a pack. <laughs> and, she, and she was like, oh, my God. You know, <laughs> like, you're not a pack. You're human. She's a dog. You have influence over her. You're this and this and this. I don't know. It's maybe an <laughs> intra dog trainer kind of yeah. of debate, but I get what she's like. All that like kind of stuff. She thinks that's kind of ridiculous. I've and... tried to do that when I'm walking <laughs> when I'm walking Taco, well, and he won't have... put up with it. He, I mean, he doesn't even know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. he just looks at me like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, <laughs> right, stop embarrassing me. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny actually. But he, but Caesar Milan definitely himself is able to do all those things. I just oh, don't yeah. know that his methods work for other people. They're right. not transferable, maybe. But it's like so much of but but Daniel and I have absorbed so much of that. I find myself thinking along those ways a lot. Kind of a human whisperer almost. Mm. The influence he has on us. 
Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> You're right. So that's what I'll be doing on Thanksgiving. What about you guys? Cool. Um, well, my family is local, so I'll be spending the day with them, and then we usually go see a movie just as a family, so I think we're going to go see Hunger Games. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with that. Um, my you mom, sound fine with it. Yeah, I'm fine <laughs> enough with it. My mom has, in the past, tried to cook the full turkey, never... I mean, it tastes fine in the end, but there's so much frustration that goes into it that she's – the last few years has been more about just kind of getting a – like a pre – like not a pre-sliced, but like a pre-cooked turkey breast mm-hmm. that you just kind of heat up and then you slice it. So that's probably the big Thanksgiving turkey that I'll be having. Uh, but my girlfriend's going to make some killer cranberry sauce. We're getting pies from Simple Things, which is pretty much the greatest pie shop in the entire world. Uh, and so it'll be quite fun. Nice. Yep. Chris? I will be spending Thanksgiving um, with my mom and my, my two brothers. And, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a pretty boring night. We just we eat and hang out. I mean, we don't spend too much time together uh, all together, so it's kind of nice. And then um, I also have chill giving and uh, another friend's giving coming up, too. Wow, well, you have three baseball. Thanksgivings happening. Yeah. I heard that Chatter's giving was canceled. That was another one you had lined up? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not supposed to say that. Yeah, no, no. It, it, Chatter's giving. I heard you guys say that. All right, basically, oh, Shire's giving. Shire's giving. <laughs> that's, oh. what, that's what the uh, the friend the other friends giving is called because um, we call their house the Shire. Shire's giving. I just literally before we started recording the show, I just hear Chris going, "Yeah, I'm going to go to chill giving on Saturday. Shire's giving yeah, on I Sunday." I think that was like, a FaceTime conversation. Oh, was that was so my one FaceTime <laughs> of the year. Yeah, I told it. you that I don't FaceTime normally. But. We saw it happen. All right, Shire's giving. I thought you said Chatter's giving. No, no, that's Shire's. what I get for eavesdropping. It's I'm not okay. Very good at it. <laughs> No, you're fine. But yeah, so the, t- a couple of different Thanksgivings with friends and families. What's chills yeah. giving? Chill giving? <laughs> chill giving is... I feel is, like I've heard about this. It's, it's a, where they all sit around and give each other the chills. <laughs> that's a that's a match. It's just, it's just a, well it's a Friendsgiving. They just called it chills giving. Don't say well done for that. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to become mad. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's it's like the same thing. It's just like a Friendsgiving. But um, my friends, they brew their own beers too. So they, oh, nice. They bring all the beers for the, for the whole party and it's... Uh, it, every year gets bigger and bigger. It's quite an ordeal, actually. Fun. Yeah. Jenna? I will be in Utah at my mom's house, and I'm in charge of pies this year. So I'm making pie. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, but I'm excited. And is a bunch of, are you a bunch of you guys going? Or? Uh, my brother and his kids will be there, and then my sister, her husband, and their four kids. So, yeah, it's going to be a big family affair. I'm excited. We haven't done Thanksgiving together in a long time so what time do you guys all eat because my so usually i do thanksgiving at my my parents and we have dinner pretty late like dinner time whereas i feel like other people always do it like three two or three really yeah i do it dinner time dinner time yeah we do it like six or seven that's what i'm used to traditionally we would do that but now that you know neither my sister nor myself live in the house like we absolutely would do it at dinner time to give time to get there in the afternoon yeah and it just puts you to sleep because you eat all that food. Actually, I'd find it strange to eat that early because what do you do the rest of the day? Nap. Yeah. yeah. Nap. Last year we were at Alan's house. I think I did a puzzle. <laughs> puzzle is such the kind of thing you do with the in-laws. You totally. Or you know whenever. Who totally. does a puzzle in their own house? Uh, oh, no. I like that you say that because I swear to God that Julie and I just finished a puzzle last night that we've been working on for like three days. Wow. Yep. What was it of? Like some ocean thing. We were just trying to think. I've been puzzling forever. I, I, They're kind of fun once you start. And then you go, why don't I do puzzles more often? <laughs> yeah, they are They are really fun. I feel like I've actually, I have done them throughout my whole life. I'm um, just thinking once I graduated school, one of the fir- when I graduated college, the first place I moved into, we spent the entire summer just th- like three roommates. Just over time, we just built this puzzle. And it was, we'd have some times where it was just dedicated time where we'd all just kind of hang out. But mostly it would just kind of do the puzzle. Yeah. Like listen to music and just talk or whatever. And then we would kind of keep it in the kitchen on this extra table. And, you know, when you'd wake up in the morning, like making breakfast, you kind of walk by and kind of eyeball the table as you're walking by. I'm like, eh, there's a piece right there. And that it just sounds was kind of fun. It was really fun. Uh, but yeah, my, my girlfriend and I recently, or I should say she recently thought to just buy a bunch of puzzles for us to do. So yeah, I just did a puzzle in my own house this week. <laughs> I think they are really good for starting conversation, like very natural conversation. Because it's like if you, 
it's nice because if you're doing the puzzle, there's no real pressure to talk. But if it just naturally happens, you kind of find yourself just having like nice chit chat. So it works well with in-laws or people mm-hmm. who you, like you don't like, know that pu- well. Is it the chat about the puzzle though? Like, oh, I think this piece could go there. I think it's like a combination. Or you just start to chat about, I don't know, it just seems to be very conducive to conversation. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's not. Because most people have a purpose. Right. Yeah. So. Now, it's been so long. You start with the straight edge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you start with the border. And then you can kind of. Get a puzzle. For organize your totally getting a puzzle boner. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. Nice. Puzzle boner. Yeah, but yeah, you look for the different color patterns or like like I said we did an underwater one so I was like okay you work on finding the turtle right. I'll work on the dolphin like things like that you sold oh, yeah, wow. I'm totally gonna get into puzzles you should they fun. look fun like I like them yeah I have nothing against puzzles either get the one the size that we got is 500 pieces and that took oh we did it over like three nights and spent probably about an hour or so each time and then you kind of get sick of it and you can kind of put it off to the side but if you do more than 500, it might be kind of annoying. Takes but a long time. 500 is pretty, pretty solid amount to like tackle with, with a, a spouse or someone. All right. Yep. Well, thank you. A lot more talk about puzzles than I've had in my, <laughs> my whole life. It's just funny. It's once again one of those things where like you're hearing a song on a radio and then you hear the song somewhere else. Right. You know, <laughs> same thing. Like how weird is it? That weird kind of coincidence. Yeah. Gary and Kaylin, what are you guys going to be doing for Thanksgiving? And puzzle thoughts? Puzzles are fine. Um, <laughs> I, think that, I think that more than enough has been said about it. Uh, I will be going to Orange County where my parents will host my grandma and a few other relatives. And just, you know, standard. We eat kind of early. Three-ish. There's never anything to do after. I don't know. Nice. And Kaylin? Um, I guess puzzles are okay. I <laughs> can't remember the last time I did a puzzle. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what I'm doing. Gosh. I don't think I'm going to be doing anything. So, Oh, do you not have family around? Uh, well, my mom was in England, so that's no. And I think my dad's going um, up to our family in Lake Havasu, but I'm not sure I want to do that again this year. So Thanksgiving's <coughs> overrated. I'm, I've never really... I don't feel too strongly about it. Me neither. I like it. My dad loves it. He insists every year we go around the table and say what we're thankful for. Like oh, he gets a big kick out so of that. Cute. Yeah, he that's loves so cute. That's so smart. That and puzzles, two things I'm taking yep. from this episode. There you go. Yep. I mean, I to me, it's just a night of amazing food, and then and we, even better leftovers. Yeah, and great yeah. leftovers, and then like I said, we usually go see a movie or something. So it's always been great times. All right. What's your favorite part of the Thanksgiving dinner? <sighs> Ooh, stuffing. And if if people are listening to this on Thanksgiving and they're going to be like, stop talking about Thanksgiving food. I'm so full. If you That's are, true. here's a tip. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Come back later. Yeah. All right. So stuffing is – who said stuffing? I said stuffing and then, you know, I don't consider – I have more pie on Thanksgiving than I do at really any other consistent time of year. It's the mm-hmm. only time I can really count on there being pie in the mix. And that's nice. Yeah. But I don't think that that's a fair answer to your question of what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner. If, if pie is your favorite, you can mention I'm that. I'm not sure that it is because I can have pie at another time. I just am always delighted with the fact that even if – the dinner itself isn't good. I know there's going to be pie at the end. Yeah. And pumpkin pie or a different kind of pie? Um, pumpkin is, has, was always my favorite. But like seven years ago, I spoke up and asked why we didn't have cherry. And like four of the other six people at the table were like, yeah, what the fuck? And so now we have cherry every year too. Mm-hmm. So nice. I, I enjoy having Hero. one of each. That's nice. strong. Matt? You know, it's hard to top the pumpkin pie. That's, that's pretty much the signature dish. But I will say that the combination of turkey and cranberry sauce is definitely a big part of it for me. Because I will make, like, turkey sandwiches just regularly for lunch. But that's with, you know, mustard and cheese. So the turkey with the cranberry, that is so Thanksgiving. That's really the only time I would do that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with turkey and cranberry. Um, I guess pie for me, too. I like, I like pie and stuffing. and I, I like everything. <laughs> So no way. I'm excited about <laughs> it. Um, Jenna, what kind of pies are you making again? I'm going to make, so far I've nailed down three types, but I'm just, okay, so I'm going to do pecan, pumpkin, and then oh. a chocolate pie, and then 
I'm not sure what kind of chocolate pie, but I'm going to do something chocolatey. And then I'm going to do a fruit pie, but I haven't decided if I'm going to do apple or lemon meringue or maybe a key lime. You make it like three completely different pies. It's a lot yeah. of pies. Are you going to make these at, in Utah? Yeah, I'll make them at my mom's house. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm excited. Saying, don't be afraid to bring back leftovers. That's what I got. I, they last week I failed with your birthday, so I got to. And this week. Yeah, and this week. Yeah, and I've just got to really get my my baking game on. It's the tis the season. And what is your favorite? Amen. I'm a sucker for that really cliche green bean casserole. Oh, I love that with the the onions and the cream of mushroom soup. Yes. I love yes. that. And I never eat it unless it's made on Thanksgiving. That, to be oh, honest. I don't think I have either. Buy, I think it's called like Durgie's French Onion. Yes. These little fried French onions. They have the um, the recipe on the side of the little can. Interesting. Yeah. It's really mm. good. It's, it is. It's cut up green beans, cream of mushroom soup. Is there ch- uh, water chestnuts in it? Some people add those. Yeah. Which are nice Sounds for really texture. Good. Yeah. It is. It's like just this weird random casserole. And I only have it at Thanksgiving. It's very, like, American diner. Yes. Oh, yeah. you know what? One other thing that I forgot is, and I don't know if this is traditional to Thanksgiving, but we always do cream corn. And I, oh, I love me a good cream good. corn. I don't. It's so obnoxiously rich that I barely ever eat it. So I think my favorite is something that no one's mentioned yet, which is yams with the marshmallows on top Ooh. that are, like, burned to a crisp. Yeah. To, to, until they brown. That... And also that green bean mm. casserole thing, and the turkey and the cranberry sauce. Oh, um, it's all good. Eat. It's I all good. Eat I know. It it's all good. Here's the thing with the pies. The last few years, and I don't know why, the pumpkin pies I've had have not been as good as they used to be. And I feel like it's because places are getting fancy with their pumpkin pie, and it's like all sorts of spice. I don't know what the spice is that I don't like, but it's like they're going. And this sounds like an Adam. I was going to say, okay, but it's Adam. Not, no, but I'm not saying there's like a ribbon of something else. I'm just saying there's too much. I don't know if it's allspice or cardamom or I don't know what it is in there. But it doesn't have that real traditional canned pumpkin pie <laughs> flavor that I'm used to from my childhood. Yeah, I do sound like Adam. Um, but I also like pecan pie a lot. Mm-hmm. But they don't always have that. They, the people who do Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. It's really? not always a staple. No, not, not in our house usually. Oh, but- it should be though. It's a staple around. Oh yeah, I mean, the time, it's, right? available. it's available. I don't. Yeah, okay. it's available. Sorry. I just mean that my family doesn't always have it. Yeah. 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 Kaylin, I know you might not be doing Thanksgiving, but what's your favorite Thanksgiving thing? Um, stuffing, but right. not like yeah. homemade stuffing, like stovetop. <laughs> like I don't really like homemade stuffing that much. I like the cheap stovetop stuffing the most. In our growing up, my dad would make stuffing, but then we'd also make stovetop for the people who don't want because stovetop is much breadier. Yeah, it's, it's good. pretty good. Yeah. You know if I don't have anywhere good? to go, I'm just going to make myself some stovetop and eat that at home. <laughs> well, you can nice. come with me to Chill Giving and Friendsgiving if you want. Thanks. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Okay. I get a plus one. Well, you know what you should do if you're, like, <laughs> eating your stovetop? Honest <laughs> invitation of the year. Something that you could do that would make the day super enjoyable would be to watch Hulu Plus. Share the joy of the seasons this holiday by watching multiple seasons of your favorite shows on Hulu, whether you're home on winter break, traveling, staying with family this season or Kaylin, you can watch your shows wherever you are with Hulu Plus. Right now, Hulu Plus has all the current season episodes, your favorite shows like How to, Ga- How to Get Away with Murder, Once Upon a Time, South Park, and all the past season episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, American Horror Story, <laughs> Sons of Anarchy, Real Housewives. Watch full seasons of these great shows this holiday season. Don't miss Hulu's special one-month free offer. And Hulu Plus works on your computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, Wii, PlayStation, pretty much any streaming device you already own. With Hulu Plus, you're in total control to stream as much as you want, whenever you want. Binge watch all the shows you're behind on or discover a new one. So for just $7.99 a month, watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. But for a limited time, Hulu is offering my listeners a whole month free. That's a whole month free when you go to huluplus.com slash allison so make sure to sign up uh the cutoff for the whole month free is sunday november 30th so make sure to sign up by sunday november 30th to get the extended one month free trial when you go to huluplus.com slash allison but don't worry if you miss the deadline you can still get the special two-week free trial as long as you go through my special link huluplus.com slash allison okay i think we have um a something in the hat the topic topic sombrero we asked for topics and you sent them in it's the topic topic sombrero 
All right, this is long, so please bear with me. I will do my best. This comes to us from Megan, and it is titled Bank Teller Hoax. I performed a fairly thorough investigation and have come to the conclusion that the bank teller talk, in fact, never occurred. Okay, so let me Thank just, you! For anyone, are you guys aware? I, have I no think idea it, came, what's it came up in It Just Me or Everyone on. Most show. recently on a Monday show, yes. Yes, on maybe the Stephen Ryan, right, Stevie Ryan episode or a different episode, but. I think it was Stevie Ryan. There's been this ongoing thing that. Someone teased a bank teller story, and we never got back to it. And Gary and I have been trying to re- – and people have been tweeting us like, you teased the bank teller story. When are you going to get back to it? I think actually that's mentioned in here, the, the tweet. And Gary and I have been – and it like sort of jogged something in my memory. Like, yeah, I think there was a story, but I can't remember it. So anyway, Megan, who is – Investigator Megan Parsonsky, she's a good the friend best, of the show. Yes. She made that awesome collage that was... Oh, yeah. She's mm. like our Giovanni. She's like an archivist <laughs> for the show. I love her. She's the she's best. She's the best. Yeah, she's been really good to us over the years, helped yes. us out with a lot of stuff. And, and she's, she's so nice, too. Yeah. Yeah, so she's amazing. Anyway, she dug into this, and here's the email. Uh, okay. I have come to the conclusion that the bank teller talk, in fact, never occurred. Somehow, Mr. At Armchair indeed confused bachelor party talk with bank teller talk, which y'all thought was the case when, he, when it was brought up on the October 2nd Thursday episode. Mr. Armchair, Mr. At Armchair sent the, tweet, sent the tweet identifying that he felt gypped on a follow-up to the bank teller tease on September 26th. Using my knowledge... I'm sorry, the images aren't showing up on my... Oh, uh, okay. I can pull it up if you like? Sure. Okay, just give me one second here. It should be right here. Because she made a nifty she, graphic. This is like a multimedia <laughs> email. It's wow. really actually pretty awesome. Uh, bank teller hoax. She has one of those bulletin boards with all the strings. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. Just like on Homeland. <laughs> oh, actually, the tweet isn't showing up in her email. But anyways. I think at- it shows up on the calendar, though, at some point. Yeah, but I don't think I can zoom in on that enough oh, to okay. see it. It's pretty small. Yeah, sorry. I'm not going to be able to see that. It's, it's okay. Let's That's go. okay. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, Mr. Armchair sent the tweet identifying that he felt gypped in a follow-up to the bank teller tease on September 26th. Using my knowledge of dates and time, I concluded that Mr. At Armchair wanted to follow up wanted a follow-up from the episode which aired September 18th. Refer to graphic provided below, <laughs> which touched on many entertaining subjects such as Chris's jury duty and the biases that leave him unfit for the job. Matt being super lame in terms of his frozen yogurt choices, <laughs> Allison's vagina, and the fact that if Bugs wow. knew how afraid we were of them, they That's would rule the world. Show. The <laughs> show you. wrapped up with a JMO that got the crew talking about hookers and blow. Chris said he went to a bachelor party with a stripper, then stopped and said he would save it for next week's show. Matt told him to tease the story, some jibber-jabber happened, and then Gary wrapped it up by saying, just save it for next week. I've got bachelor party stories, too. Attached an, enti- an audio clip of this exchange, if you wish for proof to provide Mr. <laughs> At Armchair, pulled from the time code. One hour, three minutes, and 36 seconds to one hour, four minutes, and five seconds, Exhibit A. (laughs) How did that Mr. Armchair get this idea planted in his head? I thought to myself while stroking my chin and scratching my head at the same time, there must have been more, there must have been bank teller talk within this September 18th ARIYNBF episode to get him confused, but nay. There was no mention, which perplexed me actually even more, because when the bank teller stuff was brought up, I initially thought, oh yeah, there was bank teller talk, wasn't there? Manipulated I was by at Mr. Armchair's words, influenced, tainted, how did this happen? Did the stenographer talk, talk plant a... We talked the, about stenography, I guess. Oh, did the stenographer talk plant a <laughs> clerical profession seed in my head that made me susceptible to his suggestions? What the fuck is going on? Well, my hypothesis is, I have no fucking clue. I hope I've helped. Megan. Thank you, Megan. You wow. have helped. <sighs> How long is that audio clip she sent? It's like less than 30 seconds, right? Uh, yes. It is not very long, but it... Yes. If we try to... Is it going to be hard to play? I don't have it. Oh. It's in the other account. All I have here is the one that has your reply that didn't include some of the attachments. Oh. I can pull it up if you want to give me a moment. Um, yeah, let's pull it up. I'm thinking that I don't think we ever had bank teller talk, but I do recall telling an anecdote about a time that I was approached by some dude coming. I was coming out of the bank near the ATM and some like essentially homeless person ripped me off and told me that they needed uh, money to pick up their medicine. And that happened outside of a bank. And I feel like that story was told sometime in the late summer 
Maybe. I do remember telling that I don't story. I remember that story. Yeah, I mean, that was the end of the story. It wasn't an especially great story. How much story. did you give him? I think he walked away with like 60 bucks, Mom. <laughs> Wait, what? 60 bucks. Wow. Just because he told you he needed a medicine? Yeah, he exa- Yeah, pretty much. He Heartless what? when it comes to cats, but when people need medicine. <laughs> I'm right on there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he, I mean, he was doing all the classic kind of con man moves, which is like, here's a receipt. Like, quickly flashes you a piece of paper and then puts it away. So, like, right. you're like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I totally got ripped off. But that happened outside of a bank. I thought I told that story. Maybe, Maybe I didn't even tell you that did. story. I feel no, like I did. did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wasn't listening. I have that audio. <laughs> okay, great. What? The other way around. No, I think other it's way together. Around. Yeah. yeah. All right. I went to my first uh, strip. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about it next week. I went to a bachelor party. Tease it. Uh, a couple weekends ago. I never talked about it. Everyone has been going to bachelor parties lately. Yeah. It must be that bachelor party season. Tis the season. We're yep. just getting old. Or we're just getting old. Yeah. But no, but you're the third person to mention a bachelor party in, in this past week or so. Well, anyways, All right. I met my first stripper. Hey, just save it for next week. Okay. I got bachelor party stories, too. Let's do it. Well, all right. You just tease yours. You met your, met your first stripper. I met my first stripper. You- <laughs> <laughs> well, there, yeah, I do remember that. Oh. I do remember that too, and I remember the next week we didn't, didn't talk, talk about, about it. it. Do you guys want to talk about your old bachelor party stories? <laughs> I, th- I could have sworn that Gary was like weirdly attracted <clears throat> to like bank tellers or something. There was, there was there like, we I definitely there talked was about too. banks. And he has, there's like a he, Going he had into like the sexual bank. situations with bank tellers, like or fantasies. Bank of them. porn. What the we were going to create bank porn. Are you talking about? No, but I'm I remember with, wait a talking about this. Are you pulling our leg no. again? Now I'm getting weird, like deja <laughs> Gary vu. said something about that. Megan looked that up, and then I said, "There was an episode where we talked about said, going oh, banks." I, I know. Jason Dick should make a cartoon out of Gary's sexual bank teller fantasies. Wait, where I, he's like, "I'd like to you? make a deposit." You guys, if I had bank teller fantasies, I would know and I would admit it because there's a chance that we did talk about it and somebody could go like, find I'm it. Going didn't you withdrawal. say? Didn't you say on the Stevie Ryan episode? That, that it's there possible that I ad- talked about the fact that there was an attractive yes. teller at my bank? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's possible that I talked about that, but that does not exactly translate to bank fantasies and sexual situations at banks. Did we talk about driving through the bank? Like at a No, that would be a felony. <laughs> no, I mean like <laughs> driving Bravo. the Bravo. bank drive through like the, the drive through yeah. ATM. Did we talk about I that? Know. I think we Robbing talked about the fact no. that Gary goes in like uh, he doesn't have a well, this came up on the Monday show. He doesn't have a checkbook, so he has to go into the bank all the time. Oh. And then, like, something it's about the mystery continues. The mystery of our own show. <laughs> and it's weird, because who cares so about banks? Why is it so vivid in my head? Yeah, I know. All right. It's obviously not vivid enough for you to be able to remember that the I, fans could find it. This is sounding familiar to me, too. See? I remember this. And but. then Gary's like, instead of like writing my account number, I'd write my phone number, and she'd be what? super into it. That part I don't think. What I are know. you just talking made about? That up. Yeah, he just made up a lot <laughs> I of this think shit. He's Jenna. making How it all up. How much are you just? Your face says you just made up. There's a new. F- I've never Usually seen that. Chris weird. Does. Like, there's something happening between your nose and your top lip. <laughs> and he's like oh, holding his mic all suspicious. Too. Yeah. Like, who holds their mic like that? It's just everything about it is suspicious. That is, is a pretty... He is decidedly not making eye contact with any of us in, and kind no, of counting just... ceiling panels right now, no, it appears. That's how I think. Okay. okay. <laughs> I turn my brain on for I've one episode. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is any part of what you just said true? Yes. <laughs> the early it's your part, right? not going to parts. say which part, yeah. <laughs> yes. No. Anyways. We definitely did talk about a bank at some point. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. That I believe. I I'm not disputing that we talked about a bank. I am disputing the fact that I had sexual fantasies and wanted to make bank teller porn or whatever bullshit. Yeah, Chris is making guys up. just hear that. Gary wants to make bank teller porn. Made, but I think I made that up too. And not made it up, but I mean, I feel like that came from me. This idea that there was we were talking about bank teller porn. Have hmm. I feel like I'm going to wake up in my own bed and this will have all been a dream. Yeah, I think you meant a nightmare. <laughs> All right. So to be yeah. continued on that one. Yeah. But thank you, Megan. Yeah, You're the best. Confusing us. Let's do just mirror everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Would everyone look at the way Chris is grinning at me right now? <laughs> 
Seems fine to me. I looked up and he was grinning at me ear to ear like a little kid who had just stolen a Snickers bar and gotten away with it. And then he tried to mask it by like being Curling like his brow but leaving yeah. the smile on. He looked yeah. totally yeah, normal to me. Like a baby farting, like a Grinch. Yeah. Come on, let's move on. Baby party. Well, you know how, or when they go to the bathroom, babies, they like, yes, they scrunch in all sorts of ways. Peaked by. I looked like a baby shitting. But in a, you know, in a good way. Peaked by Parikh says, it has bothered me since I was a kid when people shortened the United States of America to America. No, that's just you. I don't like America. When oh, no, say I don't like that either. America, America. America. Get that A in there. That A is there for a reason. I want that extra syllable. It's never really bothered me either. Sorry. Or when people say U.S. of A. I like that. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, because I don't know. Well, Jenna, you would call it the states, the right? The states, yeah. Growing the up. states. Mm-hmm. I always liked that. I, like I wish I could yeah. say that, mm-hmm. but it felt weird saying that if you're it, from here. Yes, it feels pretentious if you're from here to yeah. refer to it that way. Tell all I the English boys you meet about the American boy back in the states. Thanks for That's that. song. Yeah. Oh. What song is that? Uh, Jude Law and a Semester Abroad. By uh, brand new. Oh, I grew Peyton. up listening to it. Yeah. Dutch Stallion says, just mirror everyone, I am deeply annoyed at people who brush their teeth at work. Come on, people. Are you really that denty whipped? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I don't know uh, if I, I mean, I, I think I would also be very upset about that, but I, especially working here. <laughs> like, guys, brush your, Caitlin, brush your teeth before you get to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think they're talking about people who, like, After in the middle lunch. of the day brush their uh, teeth. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I went to a, a, a sleepover once, and uh, the, the guy's parents, um, the, the dad, he walks. Last week. Yeah. <laughs> he walks in with my toothbrush, and he's like, one of these brushes are dry. Who didn't brush their teeth? Like, he was <laughs> oh really my God. mad. And it was me. I was humiliated. Was he a That's... dentist or something? Because if not, he's just a dick. No, real estate. Wow. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. Check your own kid's toothbrush and move on. When, when that – and uh, this, this guy, like, he would, he would throw uh, parties for his son and get all his pizza, but he would charge the kid's pizza. So we'd have to pay two bucks for our own pi- – like, to get pizza at this kid's this party. This guy sounds awful. Yeah, he's like a dick. He's a businessman. What was the kid like? He, um, he, he was nice. He's still a friend of mine. But, yeah. It was just uh, – it's something I would throw it away, too, man. Yeah, I know. Gary's mad. Yeah, seriously. Fuck that guy's attitude. <laughs> threw it away. Yeah. Cabe. Oh, oh. Technology question, since we Good just heard a computer yeah, sound. No problem. Cover that one perfectly. Late, Gary, lately, when I wow. flip my... I feel f- very proud that she just announced it and then asked for me. That's good. She's certainly not I'm coming flattered. to me for tech advice. I really am. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, lately, for some reason... I don't know if it's my phone or iPad or both. It actually seems like both. I'll be looking at something, and I'll flip it to try to go into landscape view. <coughs> Swipe up from the bottom right now. Okay. okay. I believe Gary's you know the answered five circles at the top? this exact question on this show. Do you know what I'm trying to get you to pull up? Mm-hmm. That control center thing at the bottom? You just had it. Oh, yes, the five circles. Is the one on the far right clicked? No, it's not locked. Ooh. No, I, I thought of that. It's not locked. It's just really, like, laggy. Mm. Do you have Update? the lag button pushed? Yeah, <laughs> is it, is it updated all the way? Do you have 8.1.1? No. I have anytime the one have... before that. Is that what's going on? Not necessarily, but anytime you have a problem like that, that's always going to be my first Okay. First piece of advice. Yeah. Also, turn off the lag button. And then after that, I mean, look at how much storage is like free on your phone. If it's almost full, try to clean it out a little. Right. Maybe that's that. I thought maybe that's what it was. Like at first, I thought there was too many apps open. You don't want. I mean, that's probably not good either. Although a Genius Bar employee recently told my mom that closing all your apps is bad for the phone. Why? I I do it all the time. I can't do anything right. He said that it was like. The equivalent of, like, constantly turning your car on and off. And I was like, that makes no fucking sense. Keep doing it the way I told you. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. I would always always try with update the phone all the way first. And then I ideally like to keep at least 20% of my phone free. I just feel that it works better than when there's less than that free. Where do I go to find out how much I have free? This is – oh, everyone, please enjoy and follow along. Settings. Okay. I'm there. About. Okay. uh, And then I think usage. For the listener, Gary does not have a phone in front of him. He's no, this recalling is all, all of this, and I'm it's not even amazing. joking. I'm a fucking geek. What do you want from me? There's no usage here. Mm, dun, 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 dun. Oh, capacity. 
right? Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. Available. Yeah. I have 12.2. Available? Yeah. Then, you're, then you've definitely got enough space. So update it. Uh, Turn it on and off? When was the last time you turned it on and off? That's a good call. Right now I'm turning it off. Yeah. I mean, Give us an update as the show goes on when you yeah. turn it back on. And then, <laughs> and then just update it when you can plug it into a charger. And turn it on and off. Turn things off. Oh, oops. Oh, damn you, Siri. You know what? Blow okay. Someone has a JMO. I don't know. If it's probably not in this show because I think that I, they just sent it in. That their No, their JMO was they're afraid to update their software. I'm afraid to plug my things into my computer and sync. Daniel syncs Why? his stuff like every morning because I'm afraid that somehow it's going to put – all the apps that I don't want on back on or it's going to like erase all my music or put all my music or I'm just afraid it's going to do a bunch. It's going to like redo things that I have already undone. Can I ask you a question? Lay it on me. What oh, percentage geez. of people that you know would you say have iPhones? All of them. Do you think that would be the case if every time someone plugged into their computer it like went all haywire and fucked up their whole life? Good point. But no, Same. my assumption is that everyone else manages their apps really well. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, hence I'm if I yeah. sync, it's just going to be like well, you have 455 apps that we're going to put on your phone. Well, Does that not happen? Your, no, when you plug your phone in, you I'm just not have a f- to. Oh god. It doesn't. You you can set in iTunes to not have it auto sync when it plugs in. So then you just have to plug it in and just click through the panels and like make sure that it's not set to do anything crazy like that. I'm a, I guess I'm not afraid to plug it into my computer. I'm afraid to sync it. Well, you can – it's not – it's very user-friendly to go through and look at your apps and your music and your podcasts and whatever and just make sure that it doesn't say sync all or, you know, whatever. It just says sync selected and okay. all the ones you have selected. But what would be the point of syncing if I don't need to move anything? There's... Do you pay for iCloud backup? Do you back up all your shit to iCloud? Well, yes, but for months and months now, I've been getting a thing on my phone saying that uh, well, then, it's all full. Then the virtue of backing it up, of syncing it to your computer, is that if you lost your phone, you'd actually have a way to recover it. Oh. Because right now, if you lost your phone, you may get some stuff, but if it's saying it's full, you're not going to get everything. So Gary's yeah, pro like, sync. This hasn't, oh yeah, I have a, hasn't backed itself up in forever. I have like a. I, I don't do it as much as Daniel, just because my phones and iPads carry way too much bullshit on them. It takes longer. So, but like I have a standing like once a week, once every ten days if I slack. But actually, <laughs> slack. To your question, because I said that Daniel does it every morning, but a lot of mornings I wake up to like, oh fuck, <laughs> like something not working right with it. Yeah, I don't wake up. I, to that, I can't sync it that often because it's not. As reliable as I might have suggested with my condescending, how many people do you know that have iPhones thing? But yeah. which I didn't mean to be condescending, it. but it was. Um, but like, <laughs> yeah, once a week, just and you can just tell it to back up. Like you don't have to sync it; you can just back it up straight up and then not sync. Okay, that's that might be the the move if you're scared. Because right. the, the only virtue I think that comes from it is the backup. In my okay, opinion. all right. Great. Well, thank you. Yeah, see, I'm used to for Drop, years and years and years. Drop dog on that Tech Talk song. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Tech Talk. For years and years, I had a dying laptop that didn't have very much room, so I never would have been able to back it up. Now I have a computer that actually has the capacity probably to hold the whole phone, but I still act like someone who has a computer with not a lot of memory. Fascinating. Someone can make a Tech Talk song to TikTok by Kesha. Check talk on the clock. <laughs> gonna back up. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. There you go. I'll do Look, it. I'm dancing. Keep rocking like it. Yeah, yeah. Keep rocking like you know it, Allison. All right. Rich Bryant says, nope. Cabe says, at the drive... Oh, well, speaking of, at the drive-thru ATM, I look around several times and then pretend to press keys that are not part of my pin. Gary? Smart. Gary wouldn't know. He doesn't do the drive-thru ATM. Or does he? Oh, you know, he goes straight in. He wants that human contact. <laughs> You guys, I go to the bank once a month for rent. What the fuck? Um, no, I've used to drive through ATM, but I never. Do I? Is the question? Do I pull too far away? No. no. I'm sorry. I <laughs> but I hate that. Just today, I had to do the thing where I had to put my car in park, open the door, dangle out oh, of the car no. to push my little ticket through the thing. You have to get your foot out. You- that's no, I don't think there was a foot out. Yeah, the foot That's out. The most embarrassing. You may like get all the way you out. Lose. Yeah. Because you're also, you're <laughs> also always in such a space where if yeah. you put the foot out, then your knee's going to bump the thing into the receptacle, right. and that's <laughs> no good either. Um, I'm sorry. Can you refresh? Yes. At the drive-thru ATM, I look around several times and then pretend to press keys that are not part of my pin. 
Um, my hands are so big oh, yeah. that I can position my hand in such a way where I can like use not necessarily the tip of my finger and I'll do that so that no one can really tell which button I'm pushing, which is ridiculously paranoid, but I can and I do. I just don't think Smart. anybody is ever standing close enough to me to see my pin. That's like, what I they just, want you to think. I'm oh, sure you, it is. You never, you never met somebody with a telephoto lens that could be up on the roof. Oh, shit. But then do they have to steal your card, too? Yeah, but the fear is is that like people install these phishing devices where oh. when you send it into the ATM, it still works, but it goes through a device that they can remove later that takes all the info, and then they can just put it onto a blank card. That happened to uh, Matt D'Andrea. Not in Monterey. Did not know that, but huh. yeah, yeah, it happens. It happens a surprising amount. The gas stations, I think, is like the hot mm-hmm. spot. For you're those. supposed to yeah. when you like go to gas stations and like ATMs and stuff. If they look at all shady, you're supposed to like hold on to the card reader and try to like fucking yank it off because they're never that well secured. And like, if it's not a phishing device, it'll just clearly not going to go anywhere because it's an ATM and they're well constructed. Hmm. I never thought Weird. to do that. Yep. So wait, just take grab onto the card reader and give it a tug. Like if the card reader doesn't look quite right, like mm-hmm. at a, most real always ATMs, look at the card reader. At most real ATMs, the card reader is kind of like recessed in there. Like right. you can't really hold onto it. But like these phishing devices are, are they called skimmers? Skimmers, Fisher, yeah, this, yeah. Mm. But like those are usually on the outside. So if it looks at all shady, cops advise people to like try to grab onto it and just pull, and a lot of times they'll come off. Well, I have learned oh, something. Yeah, learned Me something too. too. Rich Bryant says at the Tech grocery top. store. <laughs> Instead of using the stylus on the card reader touchscreen, I just press really hard with my fingers. Tech episode. <laughs> it really is. Some, um, like, if it's, like, card or next or anything like that, yes. But when it comes to doing the scribble that has now become my signature, I use the stylus. Yeah, I think I'm 50-50. I usually try the finger thing, and then it doesn't work right. right. And I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, I make that sound too. Every time too. I get a lot of weird looks when I sign my name with the stylus. Jeeves Dan says, "Just mirror everyone. When I wear out or rip a shirt or pair of pants, I wash them before throwing them away. Why? That's Why strange. would you? That's very strange. I get a lot of joy of like just destroying it. I've so done that too. I yeah. ripped. I had yoga pants that were like really old and clearly needed to go. So I took right before I threw them away. I just like ripped them as hard as I could, and they just fell apart. It was great. I do the same thing." Partially because part of me feels like if I don't do that, I might try to put it on again. Right? I kind of, But yeah, now it's I like you that. are absolutely never wearing that again. Like putting dish soap into food, you don't want to, if anyone's done that before. That would be scary, <laughs> but I see your point. It's For, like oh. if you're throwing, oh, this is, so this is embarrassing, but I know that I'm not the only one. It's like if you're throwing out cake or something, something that you don't. It's embarrassing to admit that you have to destroy it because you yeah. might go find it in the trash later. But some of us might. Oh, so yeah. you're going to want to destroy it so you can't come back for it later. <laughs> See, I I am fortunate that I don't like ketchup because I have had to use ketchup to destroy oh, okay. food. Well, so you before. know then. But not dishwasher soap. That sounds well, scary. Well, I'm certainly not going to be heading yeah, back into the trash good. for something with soap in it. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, uh... I went, for Halloween, I dressed up as Woody from Toy Story, but I altered it a little bit um, where I took my jeans and I just cut them off into shorts. And very, Super short shorts. Very, I was, yeah, very, very short shorts. Like I was sexy Woody. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I didn't know what to do with my costume afterwards. I, I thought maybe I'll wear it again. So I washed it. So I threw it in the, the, uh, the washer in my apartment. And there's a new guy. In my apartment. <laughs> and so I walk in, and I'm getting my clothes out of the dryer, and he's in there putting stuff in the washer. You know, we exchange a friendly hello, and I'm thinking, all right, well, I'm going to make a new friend. And my <laughs> jeans, those tiny jeans with, like, the frayed, just fall out onto the floor. And I just pick them up and just very – it was so defeating. I just threw them in the laundry basket, and in my head, it's like, well – there goes that. <laughs> I just walked out. You could have said it was your Halloween costume. Yeah, I don't know if that would have flew. Yeah, maybe not. But, and yeah, I don't even think I'll ever wear those again. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Williamson says, just mirror everyone. I have a very strong stomach, but the mere thought of a hair in my mouth induces my gag reflex. Long hair is over. I don't like the feeling, but it doesn't make me gag. I agree with that. No. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sexy Looking Woody. Good. <laughs> Nice pick, uh, Chris. You, you can not. Okay, whatever. You look good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Those are real muscles. Those aren't fake ones. Those are my actual arms. About yeah, four guns good, at man. night. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
All right. The nightlife says, when I go out and get multiple takeouts from different restaurants, I always try to hide food from the previous restaurants. How frequently do you find yourself getting multiple, multiple takeouts? Multiple takeouts. I've done that, like, get takeout and then try to sneak it into the movie theater. I've, I've done never the, done the double restaurant. I'll have an old McDonald's Diet Coke because, you know, I always go to get the dollar right. Diet Coke. I'll have that in the drink holder and then maybe like the next day go out and get something. And then I'm like a little embarrassed that there's a McDonald's cup. But I'm also getting, right. you know, something else. Or even sort if it's like McDonald's if- again for my <laughs> for another one, it's like, oh, great. There's <laughs> two of these here. I don't think you should be embarrassed by that, though. To show, well... With with another one, I understand. But if you're going back to McDonald's. But sort of like that weirdness you feel when you're wearing something you bought at a store and you walk into that store. Yes. Like, no, I bought this the other right. time. I swear. Um, yeah. Now, when you get your dollar Diet Cokes, do you, is that drive through or do you actually go in? I drive through. I'm lazy. But yeah. then I always ask because I'm super paranoid. When they hand it to me, I'm like, look me in the eyes. Is this a Diet Coke? <laughs> because, <laughs> right. If wow. it's not, I'm going to be mad. Because one time in the last few weeks, I got a Dr. Pepper. And it Ooh, ruined my day. Yeah. yeah. I'm always making people like taste taste pepper. this. Is this diet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sooner Magic says, can't tell if sourdough bread has gone bad or is exactly as advertised. <laughs> I feel like the green mold gives it away. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my experience with sourdough. I get what he's saying, though. It's got that yeastiness. I, I feel like blue cheese, is, blue cheese is where you run into this more often. Yeah. Or just cheeses in general. A lot of yeah. cheeses are like that. You don't quite know. But yeah. especially blue. Yeah, I guess that's How true. do you like, know when blue pungent. cheese is bad? It's a little furry? Because a little furry is what it normally is, isn't it? Mm, Maybe not. Furry. I never yeah, buy furry it. Furry pretty bad. Maybe furry. not. What about lemons? Oh, how do you know when they're bad? Yeah. Furry. Yeah. Furry <laughs> when lemons. they're like fuzzy and furry. <laughs> so, I think. If they start shrinking, then. Yeah. <laughs> how do you know when eggs are bad? Because eggs in the a shell. shell like brownish. The shells get dry and stuff. What? Really? Speaking of, we've seen the tweets. Yeah, you want those white I shells. feel very educated on chicken, chicken egg, egg color. Chicken egg color, I know. I'm sorry for my what? ignorance. I did not mean to speak out on the issue. Come to I- me for app questions. <laughs> I think I spoke out. We were talking about the difference between white eggs and brown eggs uh, and what yes. causes that and stuff. And oh. we've seen a lot of tweets. A lot of people with poultry knowledge out there. Um, what were we just talking about? Oh, I was saying, yeah, how do you – oh, these people probably know. How do you know eggs in your refrigerator in the shell but raw? How do you know when they're, if they're bad? I feel like maybe there's a smell. Yeah, but I feel like it'd be a really bad smell. Yeah. Well, yeah, rotten eggs eggs is is known as a bad smell. Like, you compare bad smells to rotten eggs because they're so bad. So anything up to that and they're not bad? Like, if they don't smell, they're fine? Maybe Uh, that's true. Probably, yeah. All right. And Josu Montenegro, and this is the last one, says, feel soulless or non-existent when the automatic hand dryer doesn't turn on when I present my hands to receive their drying gust just near everyone. Yes. And speaking of technology, anytime any sort of machine doesn't recognize my presence, I feel invisible. Yeah. Or just like the sink with the water sensor. Uh. But nothing better than that Dyson Airblade. Oh, I know. Excuse me. <laughs> Hashtag I owned. Yeah, I didn't hide that one very well. I know. I typically don't like the hand dryers, except for the Dyson one. Mm-hmm. Except I'm always afraid. Do you know what we're talking about? Oh, yeah, that, I like, love wiggle those. Thing. I'm always afraid to drop my hands in there because what if a blade comes out? Even though that makes no sense. <laughs> no, I, I have that Your same hands exact feel very feeling. Vulnerable. I was like, what if the guy from Saw got a hold of this yeah. before I did? I feel like it's like lowering your hands into a paper shredder or something. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, the guy from natural. Saw who's was hanging out at Staples Center in the men's bathroom waiting for Lakers halftime. Be a good place to do it. That's a lot true. of people use no it. Right. Respect it. That, yeah, that's probably a hor- just that's one would money. use it though, and then it'd be all over. Yeah, it'd oh be yeah, pretty <laughs> obvious. <laughs> but still, <laughs> but still, yeah. I don't know why I get vulnerable hand syndrome. Oh, I mean, it only those. needs to happen once for your you know your day to be ruined. You get, you get VHS also. <laughs> vulnerable hand syndrome. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. It took me a second, <laughs> but super it's like good. A video. You guys. Sending out paper holiday cards is such a pain. The planning, the stamping, the writing. And what if the cards come out boring? That's why I, this year, am making hilarious e-cards through jibjab.com. Jibjab is the perfect way to make your cards stand out, and it's so easy. You know Jibjab. They do the funny dancing Christmas elves. You can put your face in. Um, And I made one featuring all of the Thursday gang, except Kaylin, because I did one that features five people. I wanted (sighs) to use the... (laughs) 
<laughs> you can hear Kaylin's audible sigh. Um, and I did it, made it to Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, and it's awesome. And I posted it on my Facebook page. You can find that at facebook.com slash the Allison Rosen. And you guys can create and share personalized holiday greetings with your friends and family, featuring your friends and family. Make your card on JibJab from your computer, tablet, or phone in seconds. Just pick up a card. Just pick a card, upload a picture, type a greeting, and hit send. It's super it, – I did it really quickly. It's super duper duper easy, and it's really fun to do too. Um, and everyone loves getting a card from JibJab, so make yours right now, and you can get an extra discount at JibJab.com with the promo code Allison. So go to JibJab.com. That's J-I-B-J-A-B.com, and use the promo code Allison. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And here's a real tease. Jenna has a story that we are going to get into next week. Deal. All right. Um, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show. Thank you guys so much for all your Amazon support. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Hey. Hey, 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 go fuck an elf. <laughs> go fuck an elf? Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> that All right, hold quickly. on. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have two special bonus episodes recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. The next one with Doug Benson, Matt Costa, and much of the Thursday gang. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith for Matt. Go to com or download episodes of There Will Be Spoilers off iTunes. Uh, Mike Dawson's going to be on my show this week. I'm not quite sure where the topic is specifically, but if it's anything like last time, it's going to be a lot of great topics. Awesome. Chris? If you have Netflix or if your friend has Netflix, you should watch this documentary called uh, Charles Bradley, Soul of America. It's about a 62-year-old guy who wants to break into the music industry, and he does, and he's really good and really sweet. So if you feel like falling in love with a man, watch it. What's it called? Charles Bradley, uh, colon, Soul of America. I'm watching it. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. I, and I'm going to piggyback onto your recommendation. Also, if you're on Netflix, check out Chelsea Peretti's comedy special. Have mm. you guys seen it? No. It's so good. Usually, when watching someone's comedy special, at a certain point, I'm either like, either this isn't funny, or it feels contrived and forced, or they're just not likable. Somehow, it's it's over an hour, but... It's funny the entire way through. She's so likable. She's so natural. And it does, you don't feel like you're, even though you're watching stand up, you don't feel like you're watching someone's like uncomfortable stand up. So it's good. Not as good as Jenna's. Oh, no. But hers is probably way better. She's so funny. I love her. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. All right. And Jenna, where should we go for you? Um, you know, it's Christmas season now. That th- It's Thanksgiving, and obviously Christmas is coming. Black Friday is tomorrow. So maybe for Christmas, you could just go to Allison's website, click through the Amazon banner, and buy my comedy special for your friend or loved one or parent or sibling or anyone in your life. It's Sorry Not Sorry with Jenny Kim Jones on Amazon. Thank you. And by the way, speaking of likable and funny, after I saw it, I was like, you need to star in your own sitcom. That's how much I just want to hang out with that gal. (laughs) Thank you. So, yes, do that. I recommend that. Um, For Kaylin? Uh, Don't worry about me. (laughs) Wow. A new delivery. Yeah, yeah, he had a little. That one felt a little rehearsed. A little sassy. He did the neck move. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Could you do it again, please? Uh, I can't. (laughs) That was Kaylin's corner. Yes, it was. (laughs) Yes, I think we need to hear it. It's been a while. Too long, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kaylin's Corner. Yeah, it was. That was Kaylin's <laughs> Corner. Hello. Yay! For some reason, it's too long, though. Struck me in the same way as Wendy yelping when I leave. Like, it just lodged in my heart. I'm sorry. That was the point. <laughs> <laughs> He's being manipulative. Yeah. All right, you guys. I hope you have had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing 
poncho Allison Rosen is your new best friend That's right, that's right Those good times don't seem to end That's right, that's right Allison Rosen Hey guys, now that the show's over, don't forget to check out jibjab.com for your super cute personalized holiday greetings. Jibjab.com, promo code Allison. That's jibjab.com, promo code Allison.